Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. We're glad you're with us this month. I am really excited to have back with us again uh, my friend, Ezzy Lucas. Uh, she was with us last month. But Ezzy, welcome to our podcast today. Tim, thank you so much. It's so great to be here. And I'm really actually excited about uh, what we're going to talk about today and the work that you and I were able to do. And just if you guys are listening, uh, didn't listen to the last podcast, I am a consultant. I have a firm called Skywheel Consulting. I do strategic planning, mostly for nonprofits, just to help them do what they do uh, in a way that helps them have more impact and do all the wonderful things that they do as an organization. And then also leadership development. And so glad that you and I got to be in a, in a group together that I was able to facilitate with Giant Worldwide. So, so excited that we get to sort of recap and debrief a moment that was a big aha for you. It so. definitely was. As a matter of fact, that, that leads us right into today's topic. So it's my aha moment or one of my aha moments mm-hmm. and, and how to bring mm-hmm. healthy challenge. So we're going to, um, you know, jump right in. Uh, and, you know, as he was with us last month and, you know, and we talked about a lot of good things with Five Voices and all, and this conversation today really spurred out of something that happened last year. So I thought it would be a good thing to talk about. So, so for our listeners to lean in, I'm going to be vulnerable today. And, you know, this is, it's not easy to do, but I'm actually, I hope someone can, can learn on what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a pretty deep topic, and, and, and it relates directly, all the, everything's pointing right at me. So I think this is going to be a good topic for us today. <laughs> good job for being brave. <laughs> Thank you. So, hey, so one thing I learned uh, in going through Giant last year, our training, is that I need to ask permission before I bring challenge to someone. And uh, we're going to talk about this, but it, but what are your thoughts on asking people for permission before you bring challenge? Or, and I may say speak into them, but when I, if I used to talk, if I used to comment speak into them, I'm asking, I'm talking about bringing challenge. So, Yeah, so I think when we are going to say something or give feedback to someone that they could potentially receive as challenging, there are a couple of things that I think is good to assess. I think one is what's what's the level of trust how much trust is there in this relationship is this a new relationship is it a long term and another way of putting that is relational capital so for example my sister Carmen who basically raised me she's got a lifetime of relational capital I could hear her say anything to me on any topic if it is the hardest most challenging thing I've ever heard I would take it as loving and supportive and it might be hard to hear but she could literally say anything Mm. to me and it'd be fine because she's just poured into me my entire life on the other hand I've got colleagues that there's one colleague who could say pretty much anything to me and I would receive it there are others that we're not at that place in our relationship or we just don't have enough bank of experience I probably wouldn't be as receptive so it's really just kind of assessing where are you on that continuum is I think is one important component of that. Okay, you know, um, hey, before I before I jump into um, my next question, let's talk about what happened last year. Yeah, because that, <laughs> that's that's really the, yeah. that's the that's the that's the elephant in the room, if you will. So, sure. so um, so we were uh, one thing, you know, we we met three times last year. I think that's right um, in person for you know full what eight or, or ten or twelve hour days, and our group would meet. 
and there were in and in, in the off months we would do video calls. So I think we had had a couple of calls with our group, and people I remember, you know, uh, Essie was our leader, our Sherpa, as we as we said last month. Yeah. Um, and we were on a call, and we were bringing. Okay, well, so just to give some context, so what what this is, it was a group of there about we had seven, seven or eight on our on our group, and this is leaders from different organizations. So even from different locations, we had someone, you know, you were here in South Carolina, some Atlanta, someone in Florida, someone in in, 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 in Indiana, Indiana. Yep. and so this was a video call. We were getting together, you know, it was a, a biweekly call actually, mm-hmm. where we got together and processed different visual tools, leadership principles, personal learning aha moments. And so it's it's a year's worth of that. And this call that, that you're referencing, was, was that earlier on in the year together or was it later? I think it was a little earlier on, but it had, it, I think it was the second or third call, just yeah. based off of memory. So thank yeah. you for unpacking that so our listeners can... Can, yeah. can somewhat try to feel the vibe of where we were sure. last year. So well, and, and a component of that call was people would bring up a, a situate, a personal learning opportunity that the group would process together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So there was a, I, there was one of our people on our team that I thought, and as as and I are, are sitting here, I'm raising my hand. I thought I had earned permission. To bring challenge and speak into someone, and I found out pretty quick when I when I so what my plan was is that I was going to bring challenge, some pretty direct, somewhat demanding challenge, and then I was going to turn right around and bring a really big positive. That's what I had mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. And but when I brought that challenge, you know, we're all on video calls, so the next so the next thing we see is we see the computer being slammed, the laptop being slammed down. And that person was no longer great. on the call. Goes fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> and and so that was a little, you know, for me, and I'm the one that brought the challenge. It was awkward. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was uncomfortable. But what I told the group there, it was the second part of that. I was going to, I was going to compliment that person on how far they had already came in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I learned is that I didn't have permission. Hmm. to bring challenge to that person. I thought I did, mm-hmm. but I didn't. So what I learned through that is that, you know what, and I've used that since that day, mm-hmm. is that if I'm speaking to our team, even people that work directly for me, a lot of times I ask permission. I say, hey, do I have permission to speak to you? I definitely do it with friends, or do I have permission to bring challenge to get make sure that I can unpack something just before, and again, I thought we had trust mm-hmm. in that situation. But I found out that I didn't have near as much trust as what I thought we had earned in a short period of time. Well, yeah, and to be fair to you, the format of the call was to process people's individual learning opportunities. We're there to grow as leaders, right? We had talked about bringing support, bringing challenge. So to be fair to you, you would think that would have been a forum that it would have been okay to go there, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't just like out on left field that you're saying this, right? It was yeah. sort of appropriate to the process we were in. I, well, I, I would think so. That's why I yeah. feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. You know? So what do you, looking back, what, because I know that you and this person were able to sort of, when the, the tension died down to sort of unpack the situation, do you remember what that person told you as to why he wasn't ready to hear what you had to say or why he reacted the way he did? I'm trying to remember, and you may, you know, you were on some calls with him as well. I think that, um, I think the season he was in, 
And I think that, you know, and you can speak into what I'm going to say because you were part of this. I think that the season he was in, he was in a very difficult season. He was trying to figure things out, and I think that any challenge at that point in time, he didn't want to receive. He just was trying to process where he was, and he's in such a better place even today, I believe, than mm-hmm. where he was a year ago. And I think that he just didn't want to listen. I think that I think part of bringing challenges on the other side of it, people have to listen. And I think at that time, he just wasn't willing to listen. He didn't tell me that. That's just for me on the outside looking in. I mean, you got anything you want to add to that? Yeah, so if I'm if I'm looking back on that, I think, one, he was receiving all the learning as really challenging because he was seeing, to reference our last call, a lot of blind spots in his leadership and mm-hmm. trying to own up to those, but then also going, this is going to be really hard because mm-hmm. it's my nature. And so he was already feeling challenged. So one kind of lesson in clue in that was someone is already feeling challenged and in a challenging situation even feedback that you think might be okay is just more challenge on top of challenge, to your point. I think the other thing I remember him saying is, I don't really, when I was able to debrief with the person, he said, I just don't really know Tim that well. Mm-hmm. We're just so new in our relationship. It just, I may have been able to hear that from someone else, but our relationship was too new. So those were kind of the two takeaways that that I got from it, yeah. if I'm even using that to carry forward in my own journey. Yeah, well, I think that, and to me, mm-hmm. I think that, and naturally, we talked a lot about behavior last month, and we mm-hmm. talked about a lot about the five voices. And I think that um, as we go through, I'm going, um, I'll give you an example of, of me and my wife. Um, and people have heard a lot about her on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We hope to get her on here sometime, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to sell it. We hadn't sold it yet, but we're still yeah. trying. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think that um, is that I am going to naturally build trust with someone quickly if they give me a reason not if they give me a reason unless they give me a reason not to trust them my wife on the other hand is not going to trust someone until they earn that trust there's nothing right or wrong with either one of those Mm -hmm. it's just how we are and built and I think that for me I had started I, I, I had trusted that person in our group as we were going through because I didn't have any red flags not to. I'm not going to trust them with my life. I'm not mm-hmm. going to give them my vehicle or anything like that. Sure. But I think that doing through, and I think now looking back, I don't think he trusted me because he didn't know me. Mm-hmm. I think that after that moment, I think we built trust through that situation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, And I think, too, I think his mentality at that point in time is that, and I, I'm glad you mentioned what you did. It, it, I remembered a few things, is to him, this stuff was just super hard mm-hmm. to implement. And how am I ever going to get where I got to go because I got a lot of stuff to work on? And I would try to encourage just baby steps, one little thing at a mm-hmm. time, you know. And I think that it would be easy at that time, it would have been easier for him to slam the computer down and take his stuff and go back and do what he's doing. Don't even think about this stuff. Right. I think it would have been, do you agree with that? At that time, it would have been easy for him just to move on. But he didn't. Mm-hmm. He showed up, and he, he continued the course. And it's amazing mm-hmm. the growth that he had from when we had that aha moment for me. And, sure. and hey, and for our listeners leaning in, this is on me. I should have handled. And again, as you, you know, we were in a challenge mode. I should have used a little bit different wording and earned a little more trust with that person before I just let in. Again, I had good intentions, but you know. As 
as a follower of Jesus, I'm not going to get to heaven on good intentions. I'm going to get to mm-hmm. heaven on my relationship with Him. You know, yeah. and Him being the Holy Spirit being inside of me as an example. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think I think it's similar there that you know I did not have that. I just didn't have that built in. I had not earned that from His perspective like I had from mine. So, mm-hmm. so I think you know I look at things different from here on out. I ask permission. You know, yeah. I think that's I think that's very important to do that. Absolutely. Well, Tim, thank you so much for kind of filling us in on what you learned from that situation. So I just am curious, how's it gone now that you've taken that to say, I'm going to actually ask permission? Number one, what does that look like? What do you, what do you actually, what's your ramp up, your intro when you're asking permission? What do you say? And how has that gone since that interaction? Yeah, well, two things. Uh, one thing with our, at work with our leadership team and our managers, we've got transparency. We've built trust over many years of working together. So every now and then I will ask that question. Uh, you know, hey, do I have permission to speak into this topic? Especially if they're talking about something personal. Mm-hmm. If it's something business related, I may not ask that. But I've asked that in the past before, where I've really seen huge gains for me is with my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and and if they're, you know, if we're we live out we live on the lake and we're able to go out and boat and all, if we're out doing something, if they if they're talking about a topic or something, in the past I would just give my opinion mm-hmm. or maybe attempt to give a little bit of advice, but I don't do that anymore. I, um, I ask, do I have permission to speak into you? And they always say yes. And even every time, and I ask that every time we talk about a topic. Mm-hmm. And my friends now say, Tim, you don't have to ask that anymore <laughs> because you have permission to speak about anything. Yeah. But I think it's good because um, I think people appreciate being asked that question because we may give opinion or something they may not like. Well, I think it allows people a moment to prepare. Mm. So instead of it coming out of left field, it gives people a moment to go, if he's asking permission, what's about to come out of his mouth might be challenging. So it's actually giving people a little bit of a prep. That's what I think is partly why it's effective. And I've never looked at it that way, but I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think, and I think that's healthy so far. Our listeners listening and remember what Ezzy just said. You know, you get, if you're going to ask permission to bring challenge or speak in someone, you give them a moment to prep for it. Yeah. To say, okay, hey, okay, here it comes. Yeah. You know, and then yes. and then and then give them a chance to to respond to that. Yeah. I think that's really healthy. Well, it's like Gladiator. You know, he's like, I don't know what it, what's about to come out of those doors, but you know, he's kind of prepping the guys for it. Same thing. Like, I don't know what Tim's about to say, but he, it's, I'm gonna prepare. So. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's real good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so that brings me to my next question: How do you let your team know they have permission to speak into you, or that you know that you? Uh, that, that you're going to allow them to bring challenge to you. So you're saying people that you lead. Yes, people that, that I lead. you're kind of in the leadership, either by influence or position, you're in that leadership role. That's right. Well, I think that's a really hard dynamic for someone, for me, if you're leading me, to, to bring challenge to you. Again, in, in our last time together, we talked about probably not going to do it. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. there are some people that have noticed something in one of their leaders for over 10 years, and not they're not going to say it yep. until they're asked. So I think, I think number one is, well, asking, asking for it, and making it really safe. So when you ask, make sure that they know it's really safe for you to be really honest with me. And two, on your end, go into the conversation, how much truth do you want to hear? You know, maybe it's, it's, it's something like, how am I doing in leading you? Am I offering the support you need? Do I need to be more challenging? Am I being too challenging? That's that, Okay, that's feedback. You're asking for it. 
that's one level. If we want to go almost to that deeper level of, is there something that I'm doing that's actually undermining my influence with you or others? Now, that's a little riskier territory, right? Okay, so you may not like the answer that comes on the back end of that because it's probably somewhere in that blind spot area that Mm -hmm. if you saw, you would know and you wouldn't be asking about it. Mm -hmm. And so if you want that depth and that level of honesty, really making it safe by saying the thing right now that you're thinking that you feel really uncomfortable sharing, that's the thing I want to know. And I want to let you know I'm, I'm ready to hear it, even if I don't get it at first. And there will be no repercussions for you sharing. I really want to know. So I think as a leader, you have to really make the person, one, be sincere that you want to know, but then also make it really safe for them because it's going to be uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. even you asking. So just make sure to make it safe. Yeah. I think, and I think, you know, one word I think of there's trust is that you have to have trust with your team and on both sides. And, you know, we talked about the example we talked about earlier. You know, if, if you don't have trust, and it may be because someone's new, but you have to have trust to create safety. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's very important. And one thing I want our listeners to, you know, to, to, to listen to here is that uh, as the leader, I need to go first. I need to be, I need to show some vulnerability to certain, to our managers or to our leadership team to let them know I don't have all the answers. I'm not, you know, I don't, I, I'm struggling with this just like you are. But let them see some vulnerability with me. And then, you know what, maybe the next meeting, I, I start asking some of those questions, maybe one-on-one individually, and give them some permission. Because you're right, if you're the leader and you got someone reporting to you, the chances of them sharing some stuff they may see is not very likely unless you really open up and give them that, that, that permission to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And even close relationships, your significant other, your, your, your kids. I mean, I, I've sort of thrown that out there with my kids and almost cringe like, Oh, I know what I'm going to hear is going to be so uncomfortable, but so good. I need to hear it. If you're experiencing something. Yeah. Yeah. This morning before I left the house, my wife told me, she says, Tim, you know, I just want to give you a heads up. You may be a little bit too busy right now. So she spoke in to me today. She didn't ask permission, but she spoke in. That's okay. So, you know what, I need to listen to that. And I need to, you know, if that's her perception, I need to change that perception. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a busy season, lots going on, but we need to make sure we still, you know, take time for what's important in our life. And, Absolutely. and she's definitely important in my life, so. Absolutely. Yep. All right, hey, uh, my next question, how should you react when someone on your team speaks into you? Well, I mean, I think, you know, if someone's bringing something that, that Maybe you'll go, that makes sense. You know, I've had times someone said something to me, and I'm like, absolutely, I hear that. That makes sense, no problem. Other times, I had a recent situation. It was more in that sort of family circle where their reaction to something I say didn't, I said to them didn't make sense at first. But just taking that pause to thinking it over and trying what they have said to you makes sense to them. And so finding that common ground and where's the validity in that bit of challenge or feedback that they've just given you. So I think it's harder when you don't see it or you don't agree with it. If you find yourself trying to explain why you said that or why you did that, but just really trying to take that pause, what's really valid in what that person just said and what can I learn from it and how can I do better? And even asking them, how can I do better? What is doing better look like? 
mm, engaging. Think, if you don't really get it, like ask more questions. I think that's real good. You know, and that brings it. And, and I could we could talk about this, but I won't. But that, that goes to accountability. You know, you give they give you permission to hold them accountable, and you give them permission to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. If you if there's a, a task you want to work on, and then a blind spot again. I'm a lifelong learner. I want to always be working on getting better to be the best version of Tim that God wants me to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that I think that's very important. Yeah. All right. Well, as we close up our podcast mm-hmm. today, so as it's been great, uh, you know, ha- having you on again, is leave us with one last piece of advice. Yeah. So I'm going to circle back to that moment that uh, the individual sort of slammed their computer and the screen goes gray, right? That was really uncomfortable for all of us that were left. Obviously, this person was uncomfortable. We were left on the call. Mm-hmm. And I, in that moment, I thought I could be like, uh, awkward. So, Mary, let's talk about you. I could have skipped over it. But I don't know if you remember what I did. I said, okay, guys, definitely awkward, uncomfortable. What are your observations? Being respectful of this other person who's no longer on the call what can we learn from this situation? So we leaned into the discomfort. And you leaned into the discomfort. You reached out to that person. That person also leaned back into the discomfort, showed their face on the next call, and we ended up having a phenomenal year. And, you know, all, I think, did a great job bonding over video as much yep. as you can in, in a year's time. And I just think lean into the discomfort. Um, I don't know if, uh, if you... Uh, I'm sure you watch Netflix, but there's a show, Comedians Driving in Cars Getting Coffee. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I have watched it. (laughs) But more than one of the comics talk about how they get up and bomb for like the first year. It's really uncomfortable. But so if they just tuck their tail and run off, we wouldn't be laughing and Mm -hmm. having these. So they're leaning into that discomfort. Mm. Okay. Um, Yesterday I was with that uh, welding team and one of the members has there's a grudge and it's clearly there it's been there for four years and you could easily just okay we're just gonna skip on past that and keep trucking along but my direction is we need to lean into that let's get with that person figure out what do we need to do what conversations need to happen so that you can let that go so I think so often we walk away from what's uncomfortable but I think if you lean into the discomfort, so even sort of being new as a facilitator, facilitating content, I bombed. I mean, bombed to the point where I wanted to like go crawl under a rock and never, like I didn't want to see these people ever again. But that's really how we grow. And so I guess the thing I would say is lean into discomfort. What can you learn from it? What are the lessons? And not run away. I think that's, I think that's great. So. Hey, Ezzy, thank you for being with us today. I hope, I'm sure that our listeners are going to be better, uh, you know, hearing about this conversation about a lot of about me. So I showed a lot of vulnerability today, and I think they can learn to do the same because it will just make their teams grow closer, in my opinion. So thanks for being with us. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Hey, everyone, thanks again for listening. Uh, Tune in next month. Take care, and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.